You're listening to episode 23 of The Rules Are Made Up. In this episode, I share a little bit more context and background info as to why I recently made the decision to temporarily stop running my group coaching program and why I stopped promoting it in the middle of a launch as well. And I also share some actionable tips towards the end of the episode in case you are finding yourself sort of stuck in decision making mode and whether or not you should continue with something or make the decision to stop. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome to The Rules Are Made Up. I'm your host, Nina Hannett-Nemo, but you can call me Neens. I'm a lifelong perfectionist turned personal growth junkie and mindset coach who got tired of my own bullshit along with all the confusing messaging in the health and wellness space. On this podcast, we'll explore the intersection of mental well-being, personal growth, and everything else in our lives because we're one human. Of course, we'll also look into the so-called rules we live our lives by, which means things might get spicy, so make sure you have your headphones ready. Let's get into it. Hi, hello, and welcome to this episode of The Rules Are Made Up. Today is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a bit like a coffee chat because I literally have my cup of coffee in my hand. I'm probably going to sip throughout this episode, like right now. So sorry, not sorry, if you hear slurping sounds in the background. Um, But it's also going to be different because I did not prepare any bullet points for it. So I'm just going to talk as shit comes into my brain. Um, And there'll be pauses and fillers like the um just now. Because I don't have anything prepared. But I wanted this to be a bit more personal, I guess. I don't I don't even know um but I just I just wanted it to be off the cuff with what's in my head um because I did want to share a bit about the decision that I made to stop promoting and running my group coaching program for this upcoming round that I had planned and yeah share a bit more context as to why I made that decision and to help I guess help illustrate too that sometimes those decisions are needed and they're not easy they're scary and they don't need they don't mean anything about us even though society might tell us otherwise well western society at least anyway so to recap if you haven't really been reading my emails or we're not connected on social media I on Wednesday um, this past week I made the decision and the announcement to stop promoting the launch of my group coaching program and to not run my group coaching program the inner compass in uh, July and August it was meant to start in a couple of weeks and the main reason I made that decision is because I begrudgingly realized that I was doing too much and that I may have been putting myself under 
more stress that I'm already under and that I don't, you know, I didn't need the additional load on my mind. And part of it was like some of the signs, some early signs of burnout, I think are definitely there. And any other time I might have pushed through. And this is a really nuanced conversation. It'll be hard for me to really go into the nuance on it you know like in this kind of episode I'd rather have a chat individually to you and you're always well and you're always welcome to reach out anytime if you want to chat through something more specific and how it applies to you because I do believe that in sometimes there is a case and a time and a place to push and to keep pushing even when you don't want to or to to you know move forward even when you know when you're scared when you aren't sure what where you're going to go or you know what the outcome's going to be but i think and that narrative is pushed so much that we don't necessarily apply it to the flip side of that which is realizing when instead of pushing maybe you have to pull away right maybe you have to stop quit whatever words language you want to use here we don't look at that as nearly as often as we should and you know that can often lead to like ignoring what our bodies are telling us and thinking and writing it off as like ah you know I'm just scared or I'm just you know maybe I'm not ready or whatever or you know we we try and just write it off like it's those kinds of things when actually maybe it is time to listen and that's what I decided and I realized I had to do because to be completely honest I was starting to dread having to promote the program I was dreading having to figure out how to fill it into you know some of the podcast episodes I recorded and figuring out how to you know weave it into talking there I was dreading writing posts about it I was dreading even just I was just dreading talking about it in any shape or form and kind of almost it felt like I had to put a mask on or I had to perform and be like yay look I'm so excited about this program launching and you should join when it was obvious in my body language that I wasn't excited and it's not that I wasn't that I don't believe in the program or that I don't you know and that I don't believe it can it can it's it's shit like that is the opposite of what I believe because I think the program's freaking brilliant but I just did not, it, 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 it was just one too many things on my plate at this time. And I'll go into that in a minute. And so that's why I made that decision. Because if you've been around since the beginning of this podcast, or we, you know me in real life, or we're, we're used to, you know, we're connected and you kind of know a little bit about me, you may know that I work full-time, I have a full-time job as an agile coach with a local bank here in New Zealand. I started studying part-time again last year, um, I'm studying psychology. I'm only doing a course a semester, but that's still, you know, 10, 15 hours um, or whatever a week that that takes um, for me. I support several clients one-on-one so I still run my one-on-one coaching practice and that is not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, but I have those people to support 
I also started volunteering in May for a crisis text counselling service. So most weeks, I'm taking a week off this week actually, but most weeks I'll um, be doing a couple of hours behind the screen talking to someone, helping them in a moment of need. Uh, we have a puppy, um, almost six months old, who needs walking and attention and training and loving and playing with and all the things that you do with a puppy. And to top it off, <laughs> let me know if you're dizzy yet, to top it off, um, and um, this is uh, this is the first time I'm really publicly sharing it outside of sort of more family and, and close friends. But my husband and I have been trying to conceive. We've been trying to start a family of our own. And we've been trying for a while and we haven't had any success. And I am moving closer to 40 than I am. Um, and I'm further, further and further away from 30 on my way to the 40. So there are some other things to consider. And we started seeing a specialist because, you know, we're like, it's not happening. What's going on? Is there something going on with us? And all the tests were fine. Like that specialist in our first appointment literally said, I don't know why I'm seeing you right now because you should not need to see me. You should not need my help. And so, you know, that was also maybe that should have been a bit of a wake-up call at the time and it, it, it kind of was delayed until this week but you know that to me was like well if everything's fine why isn't it happening you know and there is a cup there are a couple more things that they want to rule out and as part of that I'm going to undergo um a laparoscopy I can't even say a keyhole surgery in a couple of weeks let's put it that way to check if I've got endometriosis and if I do they can you know sort it out and if I don't then that's the last thing to rule out but going through that process it also oh and I've been dealing with a back a herniated disc um in my lower back um so adding adding that on top of all of those things and so as much as I was in denial about being stressed because I didn't feel stressed I didn't feel like consciously that kind of overwhelm and the pressure and the like oh my god how I'm going to do it I didn't I, I did not feel and notice any of that that doesn't mean though that I'm not stressed right the pain like navigating the back pain and you know the the emotional part of of that that's stress you know the puppy not listening to me and me getting a bit antsy stress you know having to take on other people's emotion as part of my volunteering and my coaching to be fair holding that space that can be fucking stress and you know just because I don't feel stressed or there's no warning signs like, you know, losing my cycle or anything else like heart pain, you know, any bodily signs and signals that I'm stressed does not mean that I'm not, right? Those signals, unfortunately, 
sometimes you're already halfway down that, that road before those signals pop up, right? So it's really hard to figure out when you're actually stressed and what is too much and what's the thing, you know, that, that, um, this is it the, the straw that broke the camel's back. I don't like using that metaphor, but anyway, now you have a bit more context for why I made that decision as well, because if I'm being resistant and dreading and like having to hype myself up like really against my will almost that's also a form of stress right and I'm putting pressure on myself and stressing myself out over something that I could I can I'm in the position to decide to not do and I want to quickly acknowledge that too because not everyone can make these kinds of decisions because you can't just decide to not work because you don't have you know sick leave or other kind of policies paid time off as much as we say take a break you know just take a week off or do this or do that that's not possible for some people as much as that sucks and I want to acknowledge that and that I'm incredibly incredibly fucking privileged to be able to to pause essentially a part of my business not all of it but a part of it and that I am you know if I wanted to I could take and obviously I will as part of the surgery I can take a week off my full-time job and that won't be detrimental to me so I am incredibly privileged that I'm in that position but I also want to talk about how it was still fucked up that I noticed doubt about making this decision and especially not necessarily the decision it's like I knew that making that decision was the right decision for me but there was this naggy little voice that said but but you started talking about it and you started promoting it and you started you know doing all of these things and what if people were interested and they hadn't signed up and you're going to lose out on all these things and that's you know that's valid but the big 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 thing in there was around stopping something after I'd started it like I should there was something trying to tell me that I should see it through and I want to call bullshit on that because so often we celebrate the pushing through when you know it's hard and and that is like doing hard shit needs to be celebrated pushing through when you'd rather do something else or you know continuing to to work on something even though it feels scary that is totally that's amazing that is totally worth celebrating don't get me wrong i'll be the first to cheer you on but I think what I'm trying to say is that on the flip side of that, we don't celebrate enough when we make a decision to stop because we're labelled as quitters, we're labelled as cowards, we're labelled as 
I don't even fucking know what other word I was just looking for there. But you know, it, it's made out to be the wrong, like that stop, stopping's always the wrong decision, I think is what I was trying to say. When actually, sometimes that's the, that, that is the right decision to make. And it is so hard and nuanced to be able to, to, to walk that line and to figure that out. Right, because I'll be the first. Like I have a podcast on lowering the barrier, right? Because sometimes you have to do that to be able to keep going. But we have to practice tuning in as well, and to and figuring out. Well, actually, you know, even if we and that's maybe that's part of what I want to say is that you know I tried lowering the barrier with this this promotion and this launch. I tried to lower it by, you know, figuring out I don't have to be on camera to talk about it. You know, obviously I can talk about it on the podcast and I did that. I said I get I had like slides, Canva slides that I I was sharing on my Instagram account. And you know, I could have just talked about it in text, right? As opposed to having to actually talk about it with my face showing. That is I could have totally done that would have been my version of lowering the barrier right but if that still wasn't it that was still not the the thing for me that is a sign to to keep listening and go well if lowering the barrier does not absolutely work at all then does that you know is that a sign to maybe stop instead and there's always something you can try and do, which is to try on the different decisions, right? If you find yourself in, obviously, maybe not exactly the same kind of situation, but a situation where you have to make a decision to keep going or a decision to stop or to pause temporarily, try both of those decisions on. See what they're like. You know, put yourself, like, really imagine if I make the decision to keep going and, you know, whatever the outcome of that looks like, what does that feel like? What am I thinking, you know, like, what's that going to be like? What's going to be different? How will I feel? And really, like, take five, ten minutes and really, you know, imagine it, like, really visualize it. And then do the opposite and say, if you stop, how does that make you feel? Like if you were to say, I'm going to stop right now, how does that make you feel? If you make the decision to stop and, you know, like imagine you've made the decision, it's a a week later, how do you feel? What's different? What's that like? Like try both of those decisions on and see if you notice some kind of response to, to one of them. Because that that is a way, again, to tune in, to practice that tuning in and to see, you know, what you need to do. And if you have amazing people in your life, like I thankfully do, talk it through. All you can do is share what's actually really on your mind, but getting different perspective or having someone else hold up a mirror basically back to you 
to see what they're hearing you say is so invaluable. So, so invaluable. If you don't have that kind of person, I am more than happy to, to be that person for you. I'm not trying to sell you into coaching or anything, but seriously, if you just want to chat, I'm I'm here. Because getting that perspective, gaining that perspective on some of those decisions is is just so helpful. I've been chatting for a while now, so I'll probably bring it to the close shortly. I did want to make it clear that this podcast isn't going away anytime soon and my one-on-one coaching practice isn't going away anytime soon. I have a couple of openings still and I know that might sound a bit weird and paradoxical that at the end of an episode talking about burnout and stopping shit, piling shit on your plate, I do have time and capacity already available for those clients so if you've been thinking about this or if actually figuring out how to do less or to not do it all is one of the things that you want to work on let's have a chat because that is part of what I can help you and in some cases I you know like you can see you can tell I'm still working on myself but it is something that I can help you with too because I can give you that perspective and ask you the questions of do you really have to do it? What does it feel like if you, you know, what if you didn't? And all of those things. So as always, the details to how you can work with me are in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in to this episode and I'll catch you on the next one. Until then, stay curious. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Rules Are Made Up. I am so stoked you're here. If you have any questions about this episode or you want to learn more about me and how we can work together, check out my website www.innerlevel.me or head over to the gram. I'm at Nens on the Mind. If you like this episode, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button. Options will depend on the platform that you use. And please consider giving it a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'd love if you can share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing what we talked about in this episode too. Thanks again for tuning in and chat to you soon.